friends, got an interesting thought for you today. What if, in order for you to be a really good husband, you had to become a really good wife first? Does that sound like some sort of weird, progressive egalitarianism? It shouldn't sound like that. It shouldn't sound like that if you understand Ephesians chapter 5. My name is Joe Franks. I'm the pastor at Horizon Church, and this is the podcast Unfathomable Grace for September 15th, the year's 2022. Let me read to you the sacred text and then spend five minutes just giving you some thoughts. It says, Now as the church submits himself to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are members of his body. Therefore a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. The two shall become one flesh. This mystery is profound. And I am saying that it refers to Christ and the church. However, let each one of you love his wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Remember the big idea at the beginning was, what if in order for me to be a good husband, I had to become a good wife first? And I'm speaking spiritually, of course. I'm speaking of my relationship as it stands with Jesus Christ, my groom. I'm part of the church. I'm part of his bride, part of Christ's spouse. I'm that one that he prioritizes. Jesus is the head. Jesus is the leader. Jesus is the husband. Jesus is the head servant. He is the one who didn't come to this earth to be served, but he came to serve, to give his life for his church, to give his life for me, his bride. He left his father. He cleaved to me. I am his. He is mine. I'm abiding in him. He's abiding in me. We are one. He sacrificed for me. He gave his all. He forgave me. He washed me. He purified me. He continues to wash me freshly. And he encourages me. Improves me. He's always working things out together for my good. What a husband I have. He is not abusive. 
He's not domineering. He's not harming me. He's not apathetic. He's not sitting back. He's not indifferent. Oh, how he encourages and improves and sanctifies me. He provides for me. He gives me my daily bread. He gives me his Holy Spirit. He never leaves me alone. And he perseveres till the end. There is nothing that is going to separate me from my spouse. This marriage, it's lifelong. It's eternal lifelong. There's no such thing as a divorce in the marriage of Jesus Christ. And there's no one who's ever loved me more. What a joy it is to be the bride of Christ, to follow his lead, for him to be my head. And now, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. So I see now what Christ has done for me, and it makes me want to respond to, to Laura, to my bride, in a manner that looks a lot like Christ. I wish it looked more. Sorry, babe. But this is what it looks like. I want to be the head, the head servant who enters into marriage not to be served, not to enter into a contract of sorts, but one who's ready to give my life for Laura. And not just my life, but my time, my interests, my preferences. Uh, I am going to leave my father and mother and cleave to that bride of mine, and I want to sacrifice for her. I want to be a person that leads her to being forgiven, washed, freshly washing her by being the priest and the shepherd of my house. Oh, how I just want to minister well to her. I want her to forgive me, but I want to lead the way and also forgiving her. And oh, how I want to be that cheerleader, that coach, that leadership development guru. I want to encourage my bride. I want to improve her. I want her to become so far superior after knowing me than if she never would have known me. I want to give my all to see her thrive in the gifts and in the place Christ has called her. It will not be abusive if Christ will help me. I will not use and manipulate her, and I will not be apathetic. I will stand up and I will care. There will be no indifference. This is part of my vocation. This is my calling. How I want to provide for her needs and her wants. And I will persevere to the end. I do not want anything to come between me and my bride. I want no one to love her better other than Christ and no one to longer love her longer other than Christ. And now I am contrite. I see the beautiful relationship I have as a wife of Christ and I see the calling I have to be a husband for Christ and I confess my sin. And I run to my Christ who not only loves me before 
I confess my sin, but oh, he loves me now that I confess my sin. And he is able to continue the process of molding me into an image bearer of him. I can husband like he husbands as he works through me with his spirit. And as I make progress, both Laura and I can enjoy this marriage relationship more and more. Oh, what a privilege it is for me to be married to a woman that is improving. And what a privilege it is for Laura if and when I act like Christ. Wives, this is when you get to pray. It's easy for you to follow the leadership of a head servant. So pray for your man. He's not capable of his own. But both of you practice this. Men, love your wives, lead your wives, and wives, honor your husbands and make it easy for them to lead. Cheer them on. And all of you, husbands and wives, let's evangelize well through our marriages. May our children understand more of Christ and his gospel. May the world look and be amazed and want to know more about this relationship with God and his bride. And all of us, let us wait for that day when we finally get to leave the earthly contract or covenant of marriage and finally one day see Jesus Christ face to face. And we will be pure and we will be radiant and we will sit at the wedding supper of the Lamb and we will be the guests of honor because Jesus has made us so. He will dance over us with his love. What a day that will be. And until then, we get to enjoy a little bit of heaven in marriages that are ordered by Christ, His Word, and His Spirit. God bless. Mm-hmm.